Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 55 of the official King Gamer podcast. I am going to be your host this week, Thomas Gerwin. Tristan is taking a well-earned week break, so I'm going to be filling in today for him. Um, as usual, I am joined by Kira Lib. Kira, how are you? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear. And we also have a new face this week as well, Luis Cano. Welcome, Luis. Um, hello, thank you for having me for the first time. Absolutely, man. It's always good to have new people to join the conversation. Um, we have a lot to get to this week. Uh, we are going to be talking about the uh, several several uh, things that involve remasters, remakes, or re-releases types of things. So we have uh, Mario's 35th anniversary. Uh, Nintendo announced that Mario, uh, several new Mario games coming out as a re-release. Uh, the uh, Switch, so that's something interesting. The Witcher is also getting a remaster for next-gen consoles. And then speaking of next-gen, the Xbox Series S was leaked and then officially announced late last night. Um, and that's some some big news for next-gen. Uh, as well as the NVIDIA 30 series that was released or announced earlier this week. So there's definitely things on the PC side as well that we could talk about. And then for the uh, topic of the day, uh, we also are going to be talking about remasters, remakes, and just the cross-gen uh, upgrades in general and everything revolving around those. So without taking up too much more time, let's go ahead and get started on all of this. Um, I want to start off with kind of the the biggest and freshest news of the week, and that was the insane night that was the xbox series s leaks um i don't know if maybe you guys followed any of this on twitter when you woke up or if maybe you were up really late last night like i was but the series s was leaked via brad sams and it, at first it was just an image that was leaked it was just the image of the series s and it showed off the console and the price and that eventually turned into uh, Windows Central, picked it up and confirmed that, yes, that is the price. And then they also confirmed that it would be a November 10th release date for the Series X and Series S. And then following up with that, um, Xbox, the official Xbox account, actually tweeted out. Um, at first, they tweeted out just kind of some memes like, uh-oh, like, this is actually getting leaked. And then they decided to just go ahead and completely announce it and this was at i mean my time this was like 3 a.m so uh it's <laughs> not the most ideal time to be announcing a console i guess but um well what did you guys think when you woke up or last night if you saw all of this going on what were your kind of first reactions going on kira what uh what do you think of this you talking about the price or the design or what exactly? All, just all of it. Just everything about the Series um, S. I thought that actually it's cheap. Yes. I think it's cheap. Like, I thought it would be like $500 or something like that. But it's, it's pretty much affordable. It looks nice. But I don't I don't want to have an Xbox. Maybe I will have an Xbox because it's cheaper than PlayStation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the design is nice. It's white. <laughs> What can I say? Actually, everything is okay. I don't. The only thing I don't understand is the people revolving evolving around the price. Like, oh, it's super expensive and etc. Well, 
it's expensive so you want it to like cost 10 dollars or something like i think it's a normal price for a next gen console no or or no it's <laughs> like it's it's actually uh as far as i can recall it's the cheapest entry into a next gen console yeah. uh, next gen that i've ever seen yeah this, this is the thing so they're doing a great job and i was I was like, yeah, it's it's cheaper than PlayStation. I was thinking PlayStation is five hundred dollars or around something like that. It's okay, but here it's like they're doing great job, and people like always, yeah, always disagree. They're always they wanna, I don't know, they wanna just speak about something. Sure, yeah, they they're gonna nitpick about things. Um... Yeah, sorry, I I don't think I announced the price. So the price, the official price for the Series S is going to be two ninety nine, two hundred ninety nine dollars. I mean, two ninety nine. Let's make it big deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's incredible. Ah, this. go. <laughs> um, Luis, uh, going off of this, do you think PlayStation should even try and match something like that? I I mean, we know they have like the two different uh, SKUs for their console as well. For the PS Five, they have the digital one, which is presumed to be cheaper um but do you think they'll even try and match something as low as three hundred dollars i don't know that they can to be honest um when i first saw the xbox series s announcement um i was looking at it yesterday when it was um pretty much happening at the same time but i actually read on it today and I think you put it uh, very clearly before in the chat that it's pretty much throwing a wrench on everybody's plans, uh, particularly for, for the price. Um, what I'm concerned about in regards to the price is, is it going to affect performance? I mean, are they able to offer it at such a low price because it has a lower end CPU or GPU, which seems to be the case according to what I read or what uh, people are pretty much um, guessing here uh, in the comments on some pages. I don't know if PlayStation will be even able uh, to match the price. And it is, I believe it's going to uh, bring about some changes on what's actually going to happen. If uh, the consoles were staying at the same price range, I would have thought that this was around that PlayStation was gonna win again, like they did with PlayStation 4 against the Xbox One. But I can tell you living in a third world country, um, which I am living in a third world country, that price range for the Xbox Series S will likely make it the most popular in my country, just based on the price. I don't know. I don't believe uh, PlayStation will be able to match it because they didn't say that the digital version or the physical version would have any different specs other than the actual disk drive. Um, so I don't know. I'll be surprised if they can match it. I don't think they will. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's so, I guess, wait and see. I mean, we're still not even sure about the prices on the PlayStation, so that's a big incognito right now. Right, yeah. Um, and I, so I can only assume, of course, Xbox wasn't planning to announce this last night. Um, mm -hmm. So the, I mean, more or less, the ball has kind of been forced into Sony's court now, um, as far as, like, kind of, like, price and date goes, because we now... Um, maybe not to xbox's wishes have those revealed but there's also they've kind of given out the specs for not 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 the tech specs but um 
kind of like the feature set for the Series S as well. And that's something that we still don't even have for the PlayStation. So yeah. I, yeah. I just real quick highlighting what's in. So Xbox released a video about f- actually about 45 minutes ago um, while we're recording this. And so um, let me just kind of go through what they have here on this video real quick. Um, says it's all digital. So that means no disk drive at all. Um, mm-hmm. 1440, but it goes up to 120 FPS. Uh, direct X ray tracing, mm-hmm. variable rate shading, variable refresh rate, ultra low latency, uh, custom 512 gigabyte SSD, 4K streaming media playback, and 4K upscaling for games. So what this is telling me is that this is still going to feel like a next-gen console, especially if it's still supporting ray tracing. It yeah. looks like the main <laughs> difference between the Series S and the Series X is going to be the 512 gigabyte SSD of course is going to be a bit of a a bit of a hit. You know, you're getting half the storage, but then I mean rather than 4K, you're getting 1440. Other than that, it seems like all of the same features are going to be within this box. And that's quite impressive for $300. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about. I didn't hear about this packs, but now really it's a really nice price. I don't know what PlayStation is gonna like but I, I think PlayStation will look up to Xbox and do something better. Like always. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Don't feel the war. Don't feel it. Um Yeah, I I I mean just personally I was planning on getting a Series X anyways. I, I mean I plan on getting a PS5 as well, but uh Series S actually looks really appealing and it looks incredibly small. They're saying it's the smallest box ever. I, I mean I have the one X right now and it's pretty damn small i i can't imagine anything much smaller than that i I think aaron greenberg tweeted out and said that it's going to be able to fit into a backpack and leave plenty of extra space like an apple tv yes yeah like (laughs) oh man (laughs) this thing's gonna be tiny but uh yeah i i mean we'll just definitely have to see i'm sure xbox has an event planned quite soon and then rumors are that sony has an event here in the next couple of days as well to uh hopefully get the last of this information out to us before console launch in the next couple of months. Uh, moving on, uh, we have plenty to talk about. We'll let's see. We'll talk about the Nvidia 30 series now. Uh, that was another big announcement. As far I mean, you could kind of call it next gen if you want, but it revolved around the new graphics cards coming from Nvidia. Uh, they announced three new graphics cards. So there is the Nvidia 30 RT sorry the Nvidia GeForce RTX 3080, 3090 and 3070 graphics cards. And these so the way Nvidia does their graphics cards is, you know, basically based on the the higher number is going to be the stronger uh performing card. Yes. However, <laughs> however um these cards the base card the 3070 like the the lowest entry one is now more powerful than their already most powerful card, which is the 2080 Ti. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even just scaling up from there, it's not only does it get astronomically more powerful, but it's also getting astronomically more expensive. Uh, the 3090 is sitting at $1,500, whereas the 3070 is sitting at 500 However, um, on the teraflop side of things, the 38, or sorry, the 3090 is sitting at oh. I just yeah no, it, it's sitting no, at 69 no, 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 terabytes. Oh god, don't say it please. 
it's absolutely not like it, i i think i you saw you can an build a pc said, for one thousand dollars you can build a decent pc for it you know it's just oh, yeah. one video card is yeah one card is fifteen hundred dollars yeah no it's it's pretty crazy uh but you've got 69 teraflops i mean i don't know how what you're going to be able to do with those teraflops i don't know any game that is going to be taking you know advantage of all of those i think it's a multiplayer (laughs) it's more on the multiplayer side here if the person is more in single player it it doesn't make sense to afford it like a tree this is that uh, yeah the, so i so let, let me go to you then kira because i am not a big um into pc parts i mean i have a, a decent um computer setup but i'm not big on the whole part side of things so what like what are, what i mean what are these going to do because i even the base like the 3070 is going to be sitting a bit more powerful than the next gen consoles coming out here in the next couple of months so like what are we looking at here I'm. I was waiting, you know, uh, because I have a really old PC. I I don't want to even tell what graphic card I have. I have an AMD one, um, and I I want to get the RTX uh, three thousand seventy four five hundred dollars. Yes, I will become bankrupt, but it's it's <laughs> it's um it will it's good. I think it's good because, like, I spoke to guys who are more, like, in hardware than me. Because, like, yeah, I'm a software engineer by training, but I'm not a hardware person, so I don't like those specs and, like, you know, I'm not, like, an expert here. But, like, I talked to some guys and they said that actually it makes sense to take some 3070, but the the most expensive one is useless. It's just, like... uh. For what? Like, even they don't understand. They told me, like, it's for some multiplayer, more like cross, I don't know, something. If you play in multiplayer, something, I don't know, it will handle some explosion in Call of Duty Warzone. The explosion will be not freezing or whatever. I don't know, something like that. And I don't care about it, you know? So I just wanted, you know, Cyberpunk to run properly, Bloodline suit to run properly, and this the 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 one with lowest price is totally okay with that. Like, it it will run smoothly, but the video uh, card is just only one part of the PC. You should exactly. build it. Like, it's, yeah, I... you know, if you you can choose, you can buy even the most expensive video card and and oh. Center and um, how to say that the F word with everything else, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah, so I think it's worth buying the RTX 3070, but as a, I don't see the point for the expense here. Like I don't see the point. Uh, it I don't just know. seems like future proofing yourself for the next decade, more or less. <laughs> or just um, if you have some extra money. If somebody yeah. in the Ford has the extra money. <laughs> I, I I did see um on Twitter a lot of people were kind of trying to point doom and gloom at the at the PS five and the Xbox Series X because they were saying, you know, oh the you know, the thirty seventy is five hundred dollars, but it gives you twenty teraflops. And I I mean I kind of get where they were coming from, but at the same time, that's one part of a PC and you've got 
a good dozen or more parts that need to go into it just to get it to run, you know. So you're not just spending $500. You're spending, I mean, you buy the $500 card and then you still got to spend a few hundred other dollars just to get your PC going. So um, that's assuming you don't already have a PC, of course. Of course, of course. But I mean, even upgrading, you know, your graphics card isn't necessarily going to mean that it's going to run optimally, you know. Oh, yeah. You might have to update a few other parts. Um, Yeah. uh, What about you, Lewis? I mean, do you think the PC market still does well at the premium price point? Or would you rather see prices kind of fall more in line with consoles and maybe be a bit more affordable? Um, I don't know if I'd rather see it fall in line with consoles. I don't think it's possible either, um, as well as I was saying with PlayStation. I think prices have been getting better for PC uh, from maybe late 2018 to early 2019 prices have been getting a little better uh, the market's been getting a little bit more competitive especially with these kind of releases uh, that essentially or practically came out of nowhere as far as i read they're claiming that the RTX 3070 the lowest on on the new uh, 3 3 GPUs can outrun the 2080 Ti for as much as double the capacity which is insane for less than half the price. So that one right there, I mean, they're claiming that we still need to wait for the benchmarks. Of course, I wouldn't buy anything without seeing uh, independent benchmarks first. Um, but like you said, upgrading that single part is likely going to take a toll. Um, I recently built a PC this year, and now I know that if I want uh, at least a 3070, which I probably will get eventually, I have to agree my motherboard, which is exactly what you were saying. I don't have a PCIe slot 4.0, you have a 3.0. Um, so I have to agree that and likely my CPU. So it, it, essentially, I'm going to be paying almost, I guess, almost double of a PS5 if they cost $500. Or let's say double than the um, Xbox Series X, just upgrading those three parts. Um, I feel that consoles were catching up or gaining terrain on PCs, not quite there yet, but these announcements for the 3070 and 3080 and 3090 uh, keep them back again. So, I mean, whatever right. terrain they gain, yeah, and they're back where they were. And then I, I, there are rumblings that AMD also has something yeah. big to announce as well with the, yeah. what they're calling the big Navi. So um, a, they'll be, you know, throwing their two cents in their competitor for the, uh, uh, the 30 series from nvidia as well but yeah i i think it'll be i mean like you were saying Luis, the consoles were trying to catch up and then mm-hmm. this just kind of was like okay you're nowhere near <laughs> like like they, I mean, th- thinking of 69 teraflops like we were like oh wow 12 teraflops in the series x that's really great and then the, the 3090 sitting at 69 ray trace teraflops is just that's monstrous like i like again like i don't even know what there's nothing that would even utilize that. Like that's just nuts. So, um, not yet. Yeah. At least. Not yet, right? Wow. Yeah, like I said, that that would, that would future proof you for a couple of decades. Yeah, and, um, they, and they were they were getting terrain, but uh, they are kick, um, they kicked them back with the RTX 3000 series and the AMD bike. Also, I'm gonna get the bike. Right on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but enough of the pc speak for now because we've got some uh game news to talk about and that is the witcher 
coming to next-gen consoles. And, I mean, if you have a PC, you're obviously not worried about buying a new version of The Witcher. But for those of us with consoles, we are. Um, it is getting a completely remastered version of itself coming. It will be upgraded to 4K and take advantage of all of the new hardware. And this will be launching in 2021. So uh, the really the biggest thing that I was thinking about with this announcement was remasters are great and all, um, but do we really feel like this one needs a remaster? I mean, it's been it'll have been out for six years by the time the remaster comes out, but Cyber, uh, CD Projekt Red also has Cyberpunk coming out in two months. Um, they're, I mean, obviously, it's a year later, and they're going to be competing with themselves. They're not competing with themselves at that point. But do you think it's even a good idea for them to be releasing a remastered version of Cyberpunk, or would they should they have just made it backwards compatible? Um, Luis, what do you think about uh, the Witcher release? I don't know if the remaster is necessary at this point. The Witcher Three is a superb game as it is, um, even with the six years that that it's going to be whenever the new consoles um, hit. I don't think it needs a remaster yet. Uh, I would rather, and I always rather my remasters have a certain uh, time span between them mm-hmm. so that you can notice an actual uh, improvement or more significant improvement. Um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe they're doing it just because they can. <laughs> maybe they want to be good guys because they're going to give it for free, right, if I'm not mistaken, to people who uh, already have it. It is, yeah, it is. So they are going with that um, approach where they'll be giving it to people that still that have already purchased it will be getting a free upgrade, yes. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the, the reasoning behind the remaster um, so soon. I think it's a bit soon. But then again, it's not the first time I've heard of it. I think Dark Souls, the original one, also got a remaster very soon. I don't think it was even five years, or maybe it was. I don't even know at this point. Um, I don't know. I think the original game stands out perfectly still yeah. uh today yeah yeah i totally agree um kira what what about you i mean have you played the witcher yet yeah of course i'm a big fan the biggest fan in the world of the witcher universe so like i <laughs> read all the books i have uh yeah i have all the figurines and etc what <laughs> i can say why is there doing a remaster of the witcher 3 come on you go to the witcher the ugly first witcher Come on, it's <laughs> it's ugly like in terms of graphics and you know controls, but like oh, the story yeah. is perfect. It's just a genius game, and it's much better than the Third Witcher, actually, uh, in terms of the narrative side. Why is they not doing a remaster of the First Witcher, or at least of the second one? Because the second one is looking is it, it needs uh, yeah it needs some love yeah dated. yeah you're totally right. The, the first one is really hard to look at especially <laughs> especially <laughs> when you make the mistake way. when you make the mistake of playing right. the, the witcher 3 and then go to the first one like i did it's it's awful but you had to push yes, through for the yes. story yeah it's terrible yeah, i i also agree that the story in the first one is much better they they probably would have just done better to do remaster all three of them and yeah. release all three yes, of them i mean because yes. that would be the first one to be coming to console for the first time if they were to yeah. do that you know the, that that seems like something that they probably should have tried to do um versus just yeah i mean as you said Luis, this is it's been, it'll be six years it's just to me that's too soon as well i don't you know i i like a good at least a good decade in between my games before they're remastered um, yeah um i would probably rather pay 
for the three games being remastered in a package yeah. than have the Witcher 3 for free. Remastered. Makes more sense. Yeah. Sure. And okay, if they're doing it, okay, it's 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 useless this remaster. Okay, but add some content at least. Add some side quests. Like, okay, you're doing a remaster first. <laughs> like at least, like I don't know, but they're doing nothing. They're they're just uh, adjusting graphics. Like, but they're already alright. The graphics. Like I don't know. It's it's yeah. It seems like a waste of resources. Yeah, more or less. it's just. Uh, yeah. Um, a remaster for a remaster. <laughs> it's so... Just for the sake of it. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I'm bored. You guys want to remaster a game? Sure. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but moving on, let's uh, also talk about another game that's kind of getting a... I don't even want to call it a remaster. It, it's a, just a re-release. Um, yeah. This is the Mario 35th anniversary is this year, and Mario uh, Nintendo is re-releasing several beloved Mario games over the past two decades, three, two, three? Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, 35th, Almost but I, I, yeah, because I think the oldest one is Mario 64, so that would have been 95, so 25 years. Yeah, almost three decades. So, um, uh, but it's going to be Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and the Mario Galaxy, but only Mario Galaxy 1, right? Um, these are not going to be remastered. They're pretty much, I mean, they're going to look a little better just because they're playing on better hardware, but they're not, like, the graphics are not going to be updated. Mechanics are not going to be fine-tuned. Like, there's nothing going to be different about the games at all. They're just repackaging them and re-releasing them. It will have a well, $60 price tag, and it will be a limited release um, until March 31st of 2021. So. Not only do you not get a remaster, like a full like remaster of the game, but you're only going to be able to buy it for four months, five months. Um, uh, what? So, Luis, you wanted to say so, you wanted to jump in here. Um, how are you feeling about these re-releases? Uh, I'm not loving it. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I've never been a, uh, much of a Nintendo fanboy, um, particularly Mario. I mean, if anything, I'd rather uh, play the Legend of Zelda. When it comes to Nintendo, and that's pretty much what I do play in Super uh, Super Smash Bros. I, I am the same way, man. Yeah, uh, mainly because I didn't have a an N sixty four growing up. I had a PS two. I did play it, but it's not like I was in it, you know. And I never actually beat uh, um, Super Mario sixty four. By the time I had the chance, I was already I don't know. I was playing some other things that I like better. Now I was going to mention that uh, you said that there are no essential differences uh, from the originals. But did you see, I don't know if it was real or not, but did you see that the um, Super Mario Sunshine is not going to support the GameCube controller? That That is correct. So people actually worried about, <laughs> yeah, the, the, people are worried because the GameCube controller actually had the feature in the trigger. So you, you would use the trigger to um, use your jetpack. I, I forget what, it's, what the correct phrase is, so I'll probably get some hate for this, but... <laughs> the jetpack thing on his back um the harder you press the trigger the higher you would go right um the switch does not have that feature in its triggers and you know so it's going to be interesting to see if they have to re you know retune that or find some new way to do that because uh, i mean otherwise you're just going to be like full blast all the time you're not going to really need full blast all the time you know 
Yeah, I think that was insane because uh, Super Mario Sunshine is the one game uh, of these um, three re-releases that I did play. Um, and yeah, I don't know how that's going to work with it. Uh, it's called Flood, by the way. Have you, Flood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. I don't know how it's going to work with Flood without the actual GameCube controller. I don't know how to... Um, they're going to have to adjust something. I, I think it, it doesn't make sense to not make it GameCube compatible. I mean, you can play the latest Super um, Smash Bros. with a GameCube still. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's very difficult to do or, or what um, the issue is. But I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, I find it weird that it's going to be a re-release and then uh, it's going to cost 60 bucks, right, for, for all three games. Mm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not loving it. I'm sure there's people that are going to buy it, for sure. Uh, they're betting on nostalgia there. I'm not going to be one of them, that's for sure. For sure. Um, and then, Kira, I'll go to you as well. Um, so we've seen over the past, heck, two or three years, actually, the Crash Trilogy was remastered, and the Spyro Trilogy was also remastered. And those, like, I mean, full remasters, like, they look great, like, completely overhauled with their graphics. Like, they look like great games now. And those only had a $40 price tag. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like... How, like, do you think Nintendo should have done more with these as well, Kira? Yeah, at least for their, like, anniversary, I thought it would be something uh, fascinating, at least, a bit fascinating. No, just, they're just, (laughs) (laughs) they they did not, like, I don't know, they just, those Mario games are coming to Switch or what, is it so? I, I I don't see the difference, actually. I'm just looking now. What what is the difference between um, the original title and the you know so because that... me, actually me I played only two D Mario games. Yeah, oh, it wow. was back. Yeah, I had a Game Boy when I was eight, and I was mm-hmm. playing Mario two D Mario. So I don't stand Mario three D at all. So, <laughs> uh, uh, but it's. Mm, but I see it's okay. I'm getting um, a Nintendo Switch Lite, so I have to play something on it, um, except of Dark Souls. So okay, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I don't think it's something that deserves such an attention. Like I should, I think Nintendo should mm, should be done something. I don't know, like a reboot or I don't know to upgrade graphics or something like surprising. It's like thirty fifth anniversary, and and they're just doing nothing, just for the sake of it. I don't know. It just was yeah. like with The Witcher, some, so, some yeah. They so especially. It's also another thing that is kind of irking people is that this is supposed to be you know the three D Mario like this is a three Mario three All Stars right, but they're yeah. omitting Galax the Mario Galaxy two. Uh, which is pretty much the, I mean, there's Mario, Super Mario 3D Land, and then Super Mario U, Wii, or is it Wii U, Wii? So, oh, there's another one. <laughs> um, but they, they just, I mean, a lot of people just seem to be torn that there's the second Mario Galaxy also isn't included in this, especially for a sixty dollar price tag. Um, if you're not gonna remaster the games, like if they're just gonna Wait, look the same, it's sixty dollars. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's sixty dollars. Ah, now it's ah, oh, it's a game. Ch- Wait, now it changed the situation. Are <laughs> they kidding me? 
So, yeah, so I, I, mean, I like, thought it was like okay, sixty dollars cash. Right. I will play Dark Souls. <laughs> I think Breath of the Wild is out there too. <laughs> oh yes, yes, Zelda. I completed it. I will replay it. It was okay. Um. Yeah. Just Nintendo. Just I. I think they just didn't hit it this time. But what's horrible is that people are already buying it, and it's. And you it's know, already it's already hitting like the tops of charts, and yeah, so like obviously this like, is a problem. They are doing only Mario things, Smash Bros, this Animal Crossing, which is like pain in my ass. Sorry, but like I I want to see some serious titles on Nintendo, not this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how to, you know, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings because everybody loves these games. But it's okay, they're okay. But we need something more serious too from Nintendo, like a blend, maybe a mixture of seriousness and like something cartoonish, you know, something I don't know, yeah. something new. You so, know, I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, they've got Zelda's pretty much their most like, I don't even want to say serious tone. I mean, they've got yes. Metroid as well, but that. It's been so... MIA for a while, so yeah, yeah. It's it's too it's it's like I don't know why they're just not looking. I know they're making money, okay, but they have plenty of it. They can't mm. stop, and maybe it's a good idea to I don't know give the opportunity to somebody to make a game for them, like to an indie game studio, and like to make an arrangement and um. Make them make a game, some something uh, new, you know, something you know, right. to Mario, whatever, like, or stop uh, this Animal Crossing. Oh my God, this will never end. I think um, um, Animal Crossing is yeah. great, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's just so good. But um, yeah, I I think I mean it. It will a... be good if if you could kill guys in the. Crossing, oh no. When I entered you got, you Animal Crossing, I just wanted to kill everybody. No, you gotta relax. Animal Crossing is not <laughs> relaxing, dude. That's <laughs> I mean, I, I do want to kill the sea bass, but let's have <laughs> a different conversation. <laughs> you see, um, you're violent. Yeah, hope, hopefully this doesn't become a new normal for Nintendo, though, with this very lackluster re-release like not even remastering yeah. just re-releasing things i i would hate to see i mean zelda has a 35th anniversary next year i would oh my <laughs> i would i would hate to see them just bring like just bring ocarina of time and majora's mask to the switch untouched you know like i would oh man that would absolutely kill me um but yeah uh moving on though um the last thing that we're going to be talking about today is actually uh ea related on a, another <laughs> odd note <laughs> um so the UFC 4 game, so EA has had the rights to UFC for a while now. And so the UFC 4 that has just released um, has already, once more, the old EA way has found some type of controversy to go along with it. Uh, this one being that they have put ads, real world ads in UFC 4 during the, uh, what would you call it, the replay so, you know, say you get a knockout or whatever it is. And then during the replay, after that knockout, it would show you an actual ad. And the one, I guess the main one that people were so fuming about was 
it was for the boys from Amazon. Um, but what what has happened? I mean, since then, you know, the outcry came, and then EA has responded and walked back those ads. So they at the ads are no longer in the game. But it's, I mean, many people are saying the ads just shouldn't have been there to begin with. Um, Luis, what are you? Uh, what are your thoughts on? EA putting some ads in their games and do you, do you think it's something that we'll end up seeing more of in the future? Um unfortunately I think eventually yes. It wasn't only it wasn't only the um on the replay on, on the actual video. I think it was also on the I don't know what it's called the, the ring, the octagon, I don't know what what it, what it, what's that's called. Oh, so the ads were actually on the the octagon right. yeah, like the octagon itself, yeah. The one that I saw was right in the middle of the octagon uh, also for for the boys uh, for Amazon Prime. And I, honestly, when I was looking at it yesterday, it was it kept popping up on my on my Twitter feed, and um, I thought it was a meme. I thought it was a joke. Like, oh, you know, EA put actual ads on their game, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, they they did go that far, whatever. And then I kept seeing it, and I started wondering, huh, wait, is this real? <laughs> and I looked into it, and apparently, yeah. But by the time I actually started looking into it, they were they had already apologized. Or putting the ads by now they're already um taken out it's no surprise at all that it's ea who's you know leading the charge and putting ads in video games it's absolutely right. coming well i um, i recall i also Sorry. think it's appropriate for them to try it on ufc on a, on a ufc game because that's how you actually watch a ufc fight right whenever i watch it there's a lot of ads anywhere mm-hmm. so i thought that was uh, i thought that was funny in that sense but it's worrying to me because I do believe eventually it will catch on. I mean, I think they're just testing the water to see I, how people will react. They didn't react well this time. Who knows later on, I, ten years, twenty years from now. I recall, and I'm going to I'm going to look this up um, here in a moment as well. But I recall NBA 2K several years back also did the same thing. Um, did I get disconnected? Yeah, so it was actually 2K20. Um, I I did just look it up. 2K20 had unskippable ads, and they they were real world ads. So they would they would appear like before the games would start, they would show up, and they would be actual ads. And I don't I don't actually even know if 2K walked those back. Um, what another thing that drove people crazy about this UFC4 thing though was, it seems like they added the ads after all of the review, like the review embargoes ended. So the reviews came out for the game. And then they flipped the switch and were like, all right, turn the ads on. And then all of the ads were in the game. Um, but I do have the uh, statement here from EA um, that I'll read real quick. It says, um, and this is from uh, the community manager as well. He says, I'm part of the community team here at EA, and I wanted to post here and give you all an update on the situation. Earlier this week, the team turned on ad placements in EA Sports UFC 4 that appear during the replay moments in gameplay. This type of advertising inventory is not new to the UFC franchise, though we've typically reserved displaying ads to a specific main menu tiles or octagon logo placement. It is abundantly clear from your feedback that integrating ads into the replay and overlay experience is not welcome. The advertisements have been disabled by the team, and we apologize for any disruption to gameplay that players may have experienced. We realize that this should have been communicated with players ahead of time, and that's on us. We want to make sure our players have the best possible experience playing EA Sports UFC 4, so ad integration in the replay and overlay experience will not be appearing in the future. Thank you for your continued feedback on EA Sports UFC 4. So, I mean, from what they say, I, I know you said we'll probably end up seeing more of this, um, but from what they're saying, it's not going to be a thing in the future. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I mean, 
I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if, you know, they're like, well, we won't do a TUFC 4 in the future, but <laughs> Madden's up for grabs or, you know, whatever. FIFA's I got wouldn't... plenty of ad space. So, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that EA finds a loophole to backtrack on their, on whatever they say, or even use backtracks uh, blatantly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think eventually there's going to be another Twitter campaign for UFC to drop EA, like it was for Madden, like there was for, what was that again? Oh, Star Wars as well. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to happen to all of their um, titles or their IPs. But, well, no, not actually IPs, but you know what I mean. And I don't think no, no, anything's going to happen ever because EA, regardless of everything done and scummy they've done so far, always managed to sell. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Kira, um, what, what about you? I, you, you t- I think you said you've played FIFA before, right, as far as sports games go? Me? Uh, uh, yeah, I was playing it when I was 14 years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like sports games are not really, I don't consider them as games at all. I don't just, I don't get them. But uh, it, it doesn't matter. Um, in the context of these ads, I want to say that the boys are a great show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the best show ever, so okay. But actually, EA, it's just, oh my god, it's so, it's just, it's, I, I don't know how, I say we'll never get down because, because, because it's a big corporation. I don't know how they manage to stay to make billions and billions of dollars each year or each month, maybe. But like they can do whatever they want, actually. They can put ads even in your, I don't know. Uh, you, you, you understand what I mean? Like, say, they apologized, like, quoted. Like, they, they didn't apologize. Actually, they did it for a reason, and then they removed, because it was a plan. They earned their money, and as it's all, they knew that people would be angry, and it was all planned. God, I hate those guys, because they are doing only money on games, and they don't care about, like, jeez, I wanna... <laughs> I was wanna swearing, but Sorry, <laughs> just because I don't like EA, EA games because they they are doing everything for money and I play, I play I don't play any EA games. Uh, Star Wars, I don't like Star Wars, so yeah. So you see, what can I say? They will continue on this path, like they will not earn more money, so they are doing everything for it, as as they don't care about your their audience because they are a big corporation. And if you don't like something, just you know, here is the exit. That's like how big corporations are treating us, you know. Right, but the what's what's sucks about it though is that, uh, you you know, EA has exclusivity with you know fifa and well actually i don't don't think they have an exclusivity with fifa it's just that nobody tries to even compete with them but there's you know they have exclusivity with madden and they have ufc and so it's like we don't have any other choice like if if you are a sports fan you don't have another choice for playing those games yeah so like they can do whatever they want scummy with madden and there's nobody to compete with them so if you want to play madden you have to buy it from them whether it's scummy or not, you know. So it's 
I I really hope that some of these brands start relooking these contracts they have with EA and maybe trying to I mean they don't have to take it away from EA but at least letting other people touch I these things you know you, you should just run away from EA as much as possible please because they, like <laughs> they they I you mean, saw what they did to Mass Effect or like yeah I mean even uh, just like Star Wars like they they can give brands a bad name like it yeah like you Wait. don't you you don't want those things to be synonymous with your brand right was EA I think it was EA right the ones that took over for Dead Space 3 yes oh Ooh. Jesus I still remember that fiasco yeah, they 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 ru ruined Dead Space three and then uh, canned Visceral. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, Dead Space I... was amazing. Mm. Well, one and two at least. Check and say yeah. RP address. Okay. But yeah, it's it's just turned into a. If I mean, if you if you don't want <laughs> EA to do scummy things, don't buy it. But that's been preached for a decade now, and it's just gone to the point where. You can't even stop it now. So, I mean, the only thing that can happen is if brands start to feel like the money they're giving EA is just ruining their brands, and then maybe it'll start to pull out. But, I mean, that's even that's wishful thinking. Um, but while we still have time, I do want to get us into our main topic of the show. Um, we'll, we're going to jump over into the uh, remasters, remakes, and just a conversation entirely on the the new cross-gen approach as well um so um, i'll start with kira here um basically what what we're looking at is in this new this new fad i guess you will um is that we can charge people you know if you're if you're a publisher you can charge people a premium for them to be able to play their game that they already own on the next generation of consoles right i we've seen it with control has done that you know they've had plenty of loyal fans over the last year buy their product and now they're saying well if you want to play it on the next gen you can just buy it again you know um whereas somebody like cd project red has come out and said well you know we don't think you should have to buy it again so if you buy cyberpunk once you have it wherever you want to play and that's i mean Per honestly how it should work um but then i mean even then it just kind of to me it reflects how the remaster um technique has been over this last generation where rather than putting out new games or quality titles we're just grabbing something random from a few years back and saying well we'll just remaster this and then throwing it out um, rather, you know, I, if I already own this game, I'm not going to want to pay for a remaster, especially if it's not old enough to warrant a remaster, you know. Um, but uh, I'll start with you, Kira. What, do you, what are your thoughts on kind of remasters and remakes in general? And then how do you feel companies like should be approaching this cross-gen premium thing going on? Mm, I would say... Um... I'm totally okay with remasters and remakes or whatever. Like we talked, there are a lot of useless remasters and it's, uh, but it's okay. It's harmless. It's okay. Uh, but when it comes to you to pay for something you own already, um, I can say that 
I was a bit disappointed that you need, for example, to rebuy Control because I'm a big fan of Sam Lake personally, uh, like 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 a person even. Um, mm. But maybe they are like um, the, his company is a bit tinier than CD Projekt Red, for example. So maybe you know we don't know the you know the background like we don't know the context maybe they they need they need money <laughs> so i don't know from the developer side maybe it's totally different i would love to have here a developer who could tell us why why uh, some titles are upgrading for free and why some titles you have to like rebuy it or like you know because we see it from um from the customer perspective but maybe there is something we are missing so i don't know mm, i'm feeling like i will rebuy control for example it's a great game and i love it and i feel okay to rebuy it like because they deserve it i will rebuy it the third time even even the fourth one um if like but it's you know i think it's unpopular opinion here uh uh so i feel i feel good about like i feel okay with it what i don't like that uh because of these tons of remasters reboots whatever like this uh things new titles are buried like somewhere especially the indie titles because also you know you're you're trying looking up your game calendar and you got the tons of remasters and the indie titles are like in uh, ah they're not even mentioned actually uh, <clears throat> there is no space left for them uh, mm-hmm. that's the, the only really bad things about remasters and remakes of like popular games you know Right. Yeah. The so, I'm I'm wondering if maybe it's more of a publisher thing, like with Control, for instance. I'm wondering if that's more maybe. of like a publisher yes. thing than a developer thing, as far as like, hey, we're having to charge again. Um, it would be nice to have a developer or a publisher yes, or somebody from within the know. industry to kind of talk to to. Because it depends from third publisher too. Like, you, you cannot say like, okay, I want it to be like free for the next gen. Like, but you cannot do it. It's, it's, there is not not only one person, but you, you know, we don't mm-hmm. know them. Yeah, unfortunately. But people are starting to attack him like from, oh, they're greedy or then etc. etc. Come on, you, you you don't even know the context. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Really? Right. Oh, I th- I think most of that outcry came from the fact that Control is only a year old, and so the yeah, fans that have it. already bought this, like, like we, yeah, um, unfortunately for us, so we bought it, uh, pretty much the same week that they announced the Ultimate Edition or the whatever the edition is, the con- the new edition yeah. for it. Um, so we had bought the game, and then we bought the season pass. So. And then, like right after that, they were like, "Well, here's the ultimate edition, and if you want to play it next edition. gen, then you're gonna have to buy this again." And so, to us, it was kind of like, "Wow, okay, um, we just bought it though, so why doesn't that count?" You know, um, I s- I, I'm sure it's a publisher because personally, like, I I don't know Sam Lake personally, but like, I'm into their like 
into remedies like like games like Alan Way, Control, mm-hmm. like I love them and they're doing it's their passion, you know. They're not yeah, kind of the guys who will make money like on you. I think it's a publisher. It's only this. That's why a lot of people are, you know, um, it's it's not always um, a publisher. It's not always a good guy. <laughs> right. It can be unfortunate. Um, Luis, uh, you can feel free to jump in here too. Um, but what, I mean, how, where, where are you standing in this? Because we've also seen, not to just keep harping on Control and Remedy and 505 this whole time, but We've also seen, you know, companies that we kind of expected this from, like EA and Activision, who are saying, well, you either have to buy a separate game or you have to pay an extra $10 premium if you want the next gen version and things like that. Like, how are you feeling like games should be or publishers should be approaching next gen? Do you I mean, do you agree with like a premium or do you think they should all take the CD Projekt Red approach or do you think there should be some middle ground in there? Um, I think a middle ground would be ideal i mean i think maybe if you already have a version like for instance control which like you said it's maybe a year old and you're coming up with a net with a new version for the next gen then i don't know maybe do a special pricing half off seven i don't know something like that um but to have to rebuy it it's i think mm, doesn't sit well with me now when it comes to remakes um that's not necessarily a bad thing per se. I just worry that sometimes, I mean, what happens when one year's um, highlight when it comes to gaming, it's a remake or, or a reboot. Um, I remember, I think the first remake that I ever played that I was actually excited to play was the Conquer Bad for Day for the original Xbox. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the first one that there ever was, um, but when when they announced it, uh, I was excited because I loved that game on the N64. And at the time, I didn't know how to, or I don't think there even were uh, emulators for the N64. And so I wanted to buy it. I remember getting an Xbox, um, a borrower an, an Xbox to play the the remake. And then it was disappointing to me because it wasn't as good as the other one. Like the, I think the dated graphics made it great, and that's still the one I play today. Uh, the original Bad for Day, whenever I feel like playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're necessarily a bad team because as technology moves forward, you have a chance to make your game uh, look better. Maybe make the, make it the way you intended it to be originally. That couldn't because you were limited by the technology. Um, and that's why the re-release of the uh, Mario games doesn't sit well with me because it's the same game with the same graphics. I don't think you have to do that at all. Um, right. But my main concern is the recycling, the recycling of one's, um, I don't know, call it childhood or uh, call it past or favorite games. Because what's going to happen when we all just have remakes? Like, I don't know if you remember uh, the memes Back when Jumanji was rebooted, um, there was a meme of several movies or a movie theater announcing the movies, um, and they were they, they were all remakes. I don't even remember what they were, and they were all all of them remakes or at least ninety percent remakes. And then they used the uh, "What you said from Robin Williams, and I think that's um, that says something. Like, how far can you get uh, recycling someone's childhood? 
we had that as well with Star Wars, for instance, uh, the failed attempt at Ghostbusters. Go ahead. I know. I just wanted to say one thing, but you need to, you know, there are so many, uh, obviously, like cool titles, but you need to introduce them to the new audience, to the younger one. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't always work because remember yeah. the Devil, the Devil May Cry reboot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the one by Ninja Theory. You mean that like the DMC, the one that they've kind of forgotten, right? Yeah, the one that had Dante with a uh, with black hair and um, mm-hmm. you know with an attitude. Um, I mean that was it was a fun game and all, but it, it, to me it wasn't DMC. I mean, they were my cry, you know. It, it's true. It's true. No, that's what ideally it's it's in an ideal world. Remakes are like of old games are done to introduce them to a new audience. But yeah, you're right. Unfortunately, is yeah, it's the other thing actually. Mm, maybe I don't know if that's necessary because. I don't think it's necessary when it comes to franchises, for instance. Um, I remember the, the very first Resident Evil that I played was Resident Evil 4. And because I played Resident Evil 4, I wanted to play the old ones. So I went back and played the old ones because of it. Um, that also brings me to one of the most of the better selling games for last year, 2019, was indeed Resident Evil 2. But this one was an entire remake. And I think it's great. And I think it's better than the original for me. Yeah. Uh so I I was also also going to uh talk about a more recent one which is Final Fantasy 7. Oh yeah. Um, I I mean I think it's interesting that Square is not only the like they're remaking it but they're mm-hmm. also changing it. Like it's not just following the exact same story and we I think that's interesting an interesting way to remake something so that way it's fresh cuz as you were saying like how many times can you remake something from somebody's childhood? You know, like yeah. how are you? Gonna, how many times are you going to try and redo something from our childhood? But if you're maybe giving it a reimagining, like you're kind of changing it up to so where it's new, even for the people that played it before, then maybe that is a better way to approach things. Um, I, it's just they're not only are they expanding on things that happened in the original game, but they are again like they're changing the way that the story is working so you have all the familiar characters you have the same world you know but you have a new way to experience it and i think that mm-hmm. can, I, I i personally i like the way that square handled the remake of final fantasy 7 and i think a lot of if you know companies want to keep doing this remake thing that could be one one of the better ways that they can look at doing it yeah but, i mean makes sense to offer a new experience based on the old one but yeah i i just i mean personally i think as far as like remakes and remasters go i think remasters are kind of redundant especially because we're getting to a point where we're remastering the witcher um <laughs> like <laughs> the witcher 3 doesn't need remastered um and then you know i think it's just going to get even worse from there like because the you know the Witcher is going to sell well, so that's just going to prompt companies to be like, well, let's remaster this game from four years ago, and let's remaster blah blah blah, and it's just going to be like we're getting a remaster just a couple of years after it was made type of scenario, and that's just going to cause a lot of problems, I think. Um, remakes, I think, can be great, as we just discussed, but I, I mean, personally, I I really just like new IPs in general. Me too. And, yeah, I. 
and on the yes. topic of just the cross-gen premium thing, it's that's just a whole nother beast. I if if you want me to buy your game again, I get it, but you've got to incentivize that. You can't say, here you bought this game last year and I'll buy the exact same game again the next year. Like that's kind of goes back to like that 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 kind of goes to my point on remaster is that they're pretty much just selling you a remaster a year later. Like the Control Ultimate Edition for next gen, like you're just buying a remaster of that game a year yeah, later. Like, and, and it sucks even more because the uh, next gen consoles will have backwards compatibility, right? Uh, yeah, um, Xbox 100% confirmed will. The PlayStation 5 is a little more muddy, but they do have some form of backwards compatibility. I see. Well, at least so. PS4. <laughs> but at least PS4, I think. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah. it's more. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's. The PlayStation has theirs a, a tad confusing. But yeah, I mean, it is PS4. But yeah, it's. In, in a world where we have backwards compatibility and we have amazing games and amazing studios making amazing games. I shouldn't be paying for a remaster <laughs> a year after I bought the game. But you're like, living, yeah. But you're living among humans, and humans are always doing stupid things, and it's okay. Just <laughs> like who we are, it's a whole human race is like, you know, doomed. <laughs> I'm a fatalist. Sorry. Uh, no, actually, just it's just because of money. And it it will be always the case, but I'm happy that there are a lot of a lot of game developers, game studios that are doing great job, and and we can play their games and just ignore that part, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do not deceive deceive ourselves, at least. So, not everything is so bad as it seems. Oh yeah, I mean it does come down to if you don't like it, don't buy Jeez, it. You know, at the end so... of the day, like you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't appreciate how Nintendo's going about the Mario thing. I'm not going to buy those games. You know, more or less, more, more power to them, I guess. But I just, I really just don't want it to encroach into the territory where it becomes such a normal thing that even the games that I do want to buy end up adopting these practices. You know, so. But I mean. We'll just have to see how the future goes, I suppose. Um, did you guys have any last notes on this before we wrap up the show? Mm, not really about remakes. I don't have a problem at all with remakes as long as it doesn't hinder uh, new releases or original IPs. Well, like right. I said, if we go to a year that all maybe the top 10 or top 5 or whatever are used remakes or reboots, that's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Uh, anything any last thoughts from you kira um no i think i pretty much said a... yeah cool. of course i <laughs> i will say something later you know when we will end like <laughs> you'll, you'll come up with a new idea oh yes, wait, it, <laughs> yes it's always like this so i am I'm well, for okay. for a moment there, I thought we were going to get into anthropology with Professor Kira. You, you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> humans are terrible. I was okay. Yes, I mean, if, if yes. this is where you want to go, then it's all um, humans. And yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, I believe that is just going to be about our time then for the show today. Uh, I really appreciate Luis coming in and filling in 
with us today. Um, great conversations with you, man. I definitely hope we get to have you back on quite soon. Um, yes, sir. Of course. Yeah. Appreciate it as well. And then, Kira, thank you, as always, for coming in and spending this hour with us. Um, I am on Twitter at Final Spiro, so that's S-P-E-R-O. I don't tweet much, but when I tweet, it's okay stuff. Um, what about you guys? Where can we find you, Kira? So you can find me on Twitter, Enigma Wasp, um, W-A-S-P, and on Twitch, same Enigma Wasp. And what about you, Luis? Uh, I'm not. I'm not currently on social media. I do have a Twitter, but I only use it to read news. It's, I don't even have a photo, so I'm I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you can find him on Keen Gamer, though, of course. Yeah, of got course. plenty of stuff coming up. <laughs> um, and then yeah, for anybody that has any feedback, or if you guys just want to give your thoughts on the show, you can send your emails to podcast at keengamer.com, or we actually have a king gamer podcast forum that is up on the website as well that you are welcome to throw your two cents into maybe give us some discussion topics to talk about in the future as well um but that is all we have time for this week we will see you guys back here next week with more topics and discussions so have fun gaming everybody thanks bye bye